This episode of The Bryantland Show is brought to you by OnX Hunt. From Stone Mountain, Georgia, this is The Bryantland Show. Hosted by proud Gamecock and South Carolinian, AB3. All right, all right, welcome. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you, studio audience, aka Button C. Welcome, everyone, those of you out there listening to another episode of the Bryant Land Show. Thank you for taking the time to make the download, coming in to consume the audio that we're putting together for y'all today man we got a great show for y'all uh friend of the show hunting buddy of mine mr antonio marsh is back um he has been out basically wrecking shop on those deer down in south carolina uh he got a doe that he killed on camera um last saturday then he got a buck that he killed on camera this past saturday matter of fact yesterday as i'm recording this on sunday night yesterday so i mean when we talked and we had our conversation he had just taken um uh a doe nice size doe Got it on camera, a whole nine, and then you turn back around yesterday, back-to-back weekends, and he took a nice buck, got it on camera. So we're going to talk to Antonio and just catch up uh, with him. Like I said, always a great time when he comes through on the show. But before we get to that interview uh, with Antonio Marsh, I just want to drop something on y'all real quick. Eric Morris from non-typical outdoorsman tv is coming back as far as like with his tv show it is beginning to air eric put that together he got the tv show together uh got the episodes got everything edited put together the whole nine yards i mean very very happy very proud for eric Morris, remember he was a guest here on the Bryantland show, and I just want y'all to uh, show him the same support that y'all show me. Season two of Non Typical Outdoorsman TV starts airing at 5 a.m. on Monday morning. Uh, that would be today when you're listening to this podcast, but it also uh, re-airs uh, on Sundays at 5 p.m. Direct TV 604, Pluto TV 756, CenturyLink channel 677, Dish channel 393, Verizon 818. You can get it on the Pursuit Up live stream with Comcast and Promote and Promote Pursuit channel on demand. So Eric Morris, a non-typical outdoorsman TV man, getting started. Great show. Got to talk to Eric on uh, on the Bryantland show here a couple episodes back. 
And uh, actually, my son took uh, the Hunter edu- edu- Hunter's Education. God, I can't talk tonight. Hunter's Education class um, with Eric uh, about a month or so ago. So great dude. Like to see folks out doing great things. So please make sure you take the time and support that. Now, without further ado and without me continuously yapping, I'm going to move out the way and let you guys listen to my conversation with Antonio Marsh here on the Brightland Show. Brightland. It has been a long time, at least a long time by podcast standard since I've had this gentleman on. We were going to do some stuff over the summer, but of course, COVID hell has changed everybody's plans. I am no upset, no exception, but welcome back to the Bryantland Show, Mr. Antonio Marsh. What's going on, Bubba? Here it is. It's me with JZC. <laughs> Jay-Z said, your boy's back. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I can't believe, like, I was looking and I was going through – like, you know, my guest, I do my guest list, and it's like one side I put guys and gals that I feel pretty good about. Then on the other side I put my wish list. And then I have, like, uh, another side of, like, people that I've had on and that, I'm, you know, I'm like, all right, you know, I'll try to get them back on at some point. And I'm going through and I'm looking at my list and stuff, and I'm looking at all the episodes we did this year. Couldn't believe that we damn near as we recording this is damn near in November when this drops, it'll be in November. And I was like, dang, I ain't talking to Antonio yet. And it's, yeah, yeah. Like we, like I said, damn near in November and you hadn't been on yet. But I, then I had to remember this summer we were going to do like a big round table with, you know, Mr. Miller from your hunt club and with mm-hmm. Sydney and me and you and, We were just going to try to do, you know, like a big roundtable podcast and just sit around and just, you know, chat it up. But then, of course, like I said, COVID hell and then schedules and you got all kind of stuff going on down there building the the Chateau de Marsh and all that. So, God, we get into that thing. Oh, God. So we just never did it. But, man, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you could set aside some time to to, to come back through and, and bless us with your presence. Hey, thanks. I, I have nothing but time right now. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you, that's what I'm saying. You got the, so you got the, 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 the 5,000 square foot Chateau de Marche taken care of. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's getting ready, you know, to, to go down. So that's enough stress right there to, to, you know, just aggravate the hell out of somebody but i will give you credit you got that out the way for the most part before deer season got hot and heavy like you were still dealing with it a little bit in august like when deer season started but now that we starting to kind of ramp it up in prime time because you know august in in south carolina i mean yeah the season's open yeah, you can go, but it's kind of like 
preseason warm-up is still hot as hell. It's still, you know, you got the snakes out and mosquitoes and all that stuff. So some people don't even go until, like, September, October. But you you got that out the way, and now this season's in, and you can focus, and you're just kicking back waiting for your mansion to be ready. I am. Listen, you brought up about this, uh, the move this summer. So as we were preparing, anybody who's moved would tell you moving is a, it is a pain. It is a task. <laughs> and what they, my wife, she said, you're organized. She said, you got together, you know what you need, you know what's going to storage. She said, but one thing I will tell you, you're making good and well sure everything that's honey related is strategically placed so you can have it come hunting season. Because I told myself, if anything goes in storage and I can't get through it, to it, I'm gonna be highly, thoroughly upset. <laughs> yeah, well, that that's a that that's a must. Like I did, it's crazy because like when I came back last year from Milwaukee and moving out, um, moving my stuff out of Milwaukee and whatnot, people was like, "Oh, you know, you're gonna get your bed, you're gonna get your this and that and stuff." The first trip. I made back had all of my hunting stuff in it. Bows, no shotguns, ammo, hunting clothes. Like that was the priority along with the taxidermy stuff that I had accumulated in Milwaukee. So it was like, well, what about, you know, the TV and the da 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 and the da 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 No, I ain't worried about that. Make sure I got my clothes, make sure I got my boots, I got my ammo, I got my broadheads, arrows, targets, bows, like all of that stuff was the priority. Like that, don't worry about, like the movers don't need to touch none of that. Don't worry about that. I got that. Leave yeah, that yeah, alone. Because, <laughs> yeah, because speaking of movers, because I had all my hunting stuff in bins separated. So one of the guys came up and he started grabbing a couple of those bins. I was like, whoa, stop. I was like, hold on, player. What you doing? <laughs> it was like, oh, I'm putting this on the I said, I'm putting these on the truck. He said, sir, you don't need these move? I said, young man, listen to what I'm telling you. <laughs> young man. If you put those bins on that truck for the next seven months and I can't find my hunting gear, I said, I promise you, I'm a peaceful guy, but you will lose your job tomorrow. <laughs> God, I'm just letting you know right now. <laughs> had to do the little fella. Not only you hit him with the young man like John Witherspoon. Young man. Young man. <laughs> I did. I did. I said, I, I said, if my hunting stuff goes in storage and I can't get to it, we're going to have a misunderstanding. Yeah, we will. Yeah, we will. I feel you on that, but you ain't had to threaten the young man, John. Golly, man. He just want to eat, man. <laughs> He's just, just trying to eat, man. He got this cranky old dude telling him about these plastic bins and shit. But man, please put my hunting stuff in storage and see what happened. Nah, I've, hey, I feel y'all on that, man. You better than me because I didn't even have like bins and stuff. It was like I put like all my my taxidermy. My biggest thing was to make sure I got all my taxidermy pieces in. So like my, you know, turkey, you know, my deer head, all my deer heads. Um, I had a geese, a couple of ducks. Like I had, like, like I said, a good bit of taxidermy stuff. And it's like, all right, let me get this in here. And then once I got that in there, then I could get my clothes, my targets, 
Um, like I said, my you know my bow and everything. Make sure that was in the case and make sure that was locked up and everything. It's like, cause these are the things they like. These are the the essentials. I got clothes at my other place. Like I'm good with clothes, but my hunting clothes, I gotta make sure I got those. Hey, so 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 when we were moving, that was right around the time Sydney got her uh, her mount back from the uh, taxidermist. So we had it in the house. So now I'm, I'm trying to figure out, well, what I'll put this freaking deer mount in. So I said, you know what I do? I said, I'll put it in. A, we got a storage unit over here. I said, I'll put it in the storage unit. So I let it sit in the corner for a little while. So she knows the move is going on. She calls one day. She was like, hey, what did you guys do with Alfonso? <laughs> I'm like, Alfonso? Wait a minute. Who the, who the hell is Alfonso? She was like, my dear head. I was like, girl, please, get my face. <laughs> we got your dear mouth. We put it on the storage unit. Alfonso. Did she tell anybody that the dear mouth, that she named the dear mouth Alfonso? <laughs> no, not until I got the message. It was like, Alfonso. Who? Like, oh. <laughs> man. This little chick, man, you get out of here. <laughs> I need to. I need to know what was the inspiration for that, because that. that <laughs> yeah, man. Once in a while, I get a message. How's Fonzie? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right. <laughs> man, the girl's comical. <laughs> How's Fonzie? <laughs> yeah. So she done named she done named the dear Alfonso and then gave it a nickname. <laughs> yeah, Fonzie. Yo, get out of here! <laughs> I'm surprised she did good, man. I'm surprised she didn't take it. Uh, take it back to school with her. No, nah, I'm gonna mount that in the house until she get her own place. Then I told her she could have it back. <laughs> I paid five hundred fifty dollars, five hundred fifty dollars for it. I'm gonna hold on to it till you can uh mount it somewhere. <laughs> till you can get, till you can give it a proper home. <laughs> a proper home until that is going in my domain. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That is crazy. Man, I tell you, I'm ready, man. Look, I was, I was like, I was sitting at work today. I was like, yeah, this is my third, fourth time on the podcast. I had to go home, get my podcast gear on. I got my, <laughs> got my Brian Lynn shirt, got my Brian Lynn hat. You know, I was like, mind you, everybody. Mind you, we are not like doing like Skype or 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 Zoom or anything like that. Now we just, you know, basically this is a phone conversation being recorded. But I, I appreciate the I appreciate the effort, man. Yeah, I'm telling you. Look, I'm telling you. Hey, look, everybody, you gotta, you gotta go to Brownland, BrownlandCountry.com. They got the videos, get the T-shirts, get your hats, get, get your your Hey Turkey shirt. You know, go ahead and get you some of that merch for Christmas. The holidays coming up. Go ahead and get some stuff for your loved ones. Shoot. Go Man, get I'm going to have to put, you going to force me to put you on payroll. If I was actually making some money at doing this, I would have to put you on payroll. Because yeah. you you have mastered the cheap pop and everything, man. I'm proud of you. I, I like that. Man, listen, listen, look, I'm telling you. Hey, guys, listen up. That, what you do, go to the website. Get you the, uh, get the Brian Lane, the logo t-shirt. But you got to get in the medium, though. Don't get in the large. You got to get one that's fitted. So you show your guns, your biceps, and your abs. Oh, God. You drive you later wild. Hey, I'm telling you, it's like Teddy, Teddy Pendergrass. Turn off the lights. And light a candle. Boom, 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 boom. I'm telling you, if you're lady, 
that primer surgery out for a while. I don't know what it is. Well, and then you get there on the reverse. Like we got the we got the nice shirts, you know, the the tanks for the ladies and stuff, even though, you know, the temp starting to drop a little bit. You can still rock that tank around the house, you know, and then we got the hoodies and whatnot. You know, I wear my hoodie in the blind when the temps drop. So, I mean, we, we got it all, man. I, hey, we, we got it all. We just need people people to realize, you know, just hit it up. I tell y'all every week. Now you hearing it from somebody else. So maybe maybe y'all hearing it from somebody else will, you know, move you in your spirit to to take advantage. Hey, I'm telling you, man, get the guys, like I said, get in the medium. Get it, get it. No, get a medium. Get a mug <laughs> on you. <laughs> I'm so, so all your guns, boy. They am ripping the thing off you. I'm telling you. <laughs> Man, what? <laughs> Speaking of temp drops, this weekend, oh yes, across at least I know in in my area in Georgia, we got like a significant temp drop. You know, with the we had the hurricane or the tropical storm rather come through uh, today. Like I said, Thursday as we record this, so we had the tropical storm come through this morning. It was still, like, in the 70s and stuff, but, like, by tomorrow night, Friday night, it's supposed to drop down, like, in the 40s, I think. Saturday mm-hmm. morning, it's supposed to be, like, in the in the mid-40s. Sunday morning, or no, Saturday morning, is supposed to be in the low 40s, almost, like, high 30s. And then Sunday morning, it's supposed to be, like, in the mid-40s, like, when you first wake up. And anybody that even know, like, a little dab about deer hunting. Anytime there's a significant temp drop, the deer get up, and that's when you can try to make some things happen. Yes, sir. Hey, you know I'm gonna be in the morning. <laughs> you already know. <laughs> you gonna try? You gonna make it? Try to make it happen on the Friday? I'm going. To, man, listen, I'm not feeling well right now. Just letting you know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You a little under the weather. <laughs> I'm a little under the weather, <laughs> so that can tell you where I'm gonna be at in the morning. <laughs> Man, plenty of government time. I will be off in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Man, but that, yeah, I can't that, wait. That's the thing, though. Man, it you know when you have those significant. Drops and we had one earlier. Of course, these things always for me seem to happen when I'm at work or when I'm out of town on business or whatever the case is. Like, it's rare that I get a chance to take it full advantage of those drops like that. But I'm like you, I'm I'm looking forward to it and try to get after it on Sunday morning. And like I said, it's just, it's a, I know it's an overused phrase but it really is true it's a magical time to be in the woods listen listen after my last hunt there's nothing you're right it is it's magical i'm looking for like mickey mouse everybody be right around there right now i'm just, <laughs> I'm just telling you hunting to me right now i'm like i'm what do you say i'm on cloud nine <laughs> i really already accomplished all my goals for the season so i can go out there and just hunt peacefully for the next couple of weeks well, and see, so let let's talk about that because we 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 were talking about that a couple of days ago. How like when you get your first kill of the season, especially when you bow hunting, like, and we both we bow hunt 
from start to finish. Like we don't pick mm-hmm. up any kind of fire on muzzleloader, rifle, shotgun, none of that. Like we strictly we take the bow into the woods from the beginning to the end. And when you do that, when you do it like that, sometimes waiting to get that first kill, that wait can take a lot longer than you would like it to. But as as the 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 rednecks would say sometimes, but buddy, <laughs> when you get that first kill and you get that first, you know, shot off on a deer and you get a deer down with a bow, buddy, it's a whole different ball game. Like it, oh, yeah. it, it's the, yeah. the the pressure is off. It, it's almost like how they say in sports. Like I'm, I'm sat in plenty of coaches meetings and meetings with players and listening to them talk about like how after a win the food tastes better, your wife <laughs> looks prettier, <laughs> like all this kind of stuff that changes because they won. And I would dare say. Not have a, ever playing sports on a on a major level like the athletes and coaches that I cover, but I would dare say, once you kill that first deer of the season, like it's like the weight of the world is off your shoulder, like because you can just kind of yeah. ease it back into it. If you're the kind of hunter that want to be more selective, because you already got your first kill, you can be a little bit more selective. But if you like me, you know, when you get out there and you kind of feeling that pressure a little bit and you want to get something down, especially, you know, you yeah. just you got a taste for deer meat, you know, it's like, all right, look, we ain't going to dilly-dally around. If we we gonna yeah. put you know if we get our shot opportunity we're gonna take advantage of it. Once you get past that, then it's just like ah, okay, I can breathe. You know, I can I can yeah. fall back a little bit. Yeah, it, it, it doesn't help when your wife comes to you four weeks ago and was like, "Hey, we're getting a little low." So right there, <laughs> like the pressure starts mounting, and then it, it mounts even more when you open the freezer and you're looking like. Yeah, she's right. You ain't got. We are getting a little low. You ain't got no back strap. You ain't got no. You ain't got no. Uh, no ground. All you got left is sausage. <laughs> and like yeah. in my in my case, like last year, I got Cajun and I got uh, um, I got what Cajun and then I got Anduli. So the Anduli is the first one to go. Like the Cajun is good. Don't get me wrong, because I love the spiciness. But the cage is the first one to go. But for everybody else, it's like you open it up, and it's like, well, all we got left is the end. It, 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 uh, is a Cajun, and then you start yeah. looking. You just like, ah, okay, I gotta, I gotta try to make something happen. So, yeah, I feel you on that. It's like you, you got that over your shoulder, and they kind of like tapping their wrists and looking at the watch and it's like what's happening you know what you yeah. what you doing out there you know you you going out here and quote unquote taking time away <laughs> from your family and especially in your case being married I don't have that problem but in your case being married you know it's like well we could have been doing this and we could have been doing that and you out there you know fiddling around it's like all right we need to see some results <laughs> yeah no she I'm like saying she's in because even when I'm when I'm sitting there, you know, I get a message. You see anything? I'm like, 
Yes, I am. Like, <laughs> I can't get a shot at this angle. It came in that side. And I was getting so frustrated because I went three weekends straight. That clock went off at 4.20 a.m. Mm. Anybody who hunts would tell you when your clock goes off at 4, 4.15, 4.30, you look at it like, what is going on? Right. Why is this clock going off? And I got up strong three weekends straight, man. But it's like every weekend, it was something different. These animals just have minds of their own. The, the first day, that first time I went out, and I think I told you about it, it was so dark out there. And I had that doe literally right in front of the blind. I could see the silhouette. It was shooting light. I could have shot it. Mm-hmm. But I was like, am I really going to get a good sight picture on this thing? Is my pen going to look good? I'm like, you know what? Be smart. Don't right. try to shoot that dope. Right. So that's that's when that that one goes away. And then the next time, I think matter of fact, I was so upset with that buck that night. That's not how I called you, and, and you were like, "Are you on your phone in the blind?" <laughs> I said, "Yeah." I was like, "Yeah," because I got this dumbass buck in front of me, and he won't leave, so I get out the blind. And I'm sitting this yelling this buck. I was like, "I'm looking at him like, buck, are you gonna run? Go." Get away. I'm throwing <laughs> rocks at this thing. And he's really standing there, probably 15 feet from the blind, just looking at me. I say, you have got to be one of the dumbest bucks <laughs> I have ever seen in my life. And I talked to you the whole time, and this buck just stood there looking at me. That, that is the worst, though, because it's like... I call it no man's land because it's like, all right, you're getting ready to get down, you know, out of the stand or get down out the tree or get out the blind and, you know, you don't see anything. So you're like, all right, I'm shut it down, pack it up, get ready to get out. And then you're in the process of trying to get out and then something shows up. But here's the no man's land problem because you've either a already packed all your stuff away B, mm-hmm. now you got to wait like in the daylight, you're burning daylight so fast because it's after sunset. And so even if you got like your stuff still out and something shows up, it's like, okay, you waiting for that good shot. You trying to be patient. You know that you're burning daylight. And then it's like the daylight goes away. And then if you're quick. trying, right, quick. And then if you're trying to, you know, capture it on camera, then you're already screwed because you don't have any shooting light. So then you're just like, all right, if I can still, I can still see, but if I get a shot and I'm still within the time limit or whatever, if I can get a shot, I'm going to shoot this deer. But then you start thinking about it. It's like, okay, if I shoot this deer now, then, you know, how long is it going to take me to track it? Now we're talking about we're in full darkness trying to track a deer. And then it's right. And then it's like, okay, do you really want to go through that? So then you make a decision like, all right, I'm not going to shoot it. It's like, I'm just going to kind of like hang out, chill for a minute. And then, you know, hopefully it'll go away. Well, now the buck just, it's almost like they know it's dark. They know you're not going to shoot. So they're like, I'm chilling. So then they just end up staying. And now it's like getting darker and darker. You're trying to wait it out. You want to come down. You want to get out because you're ready to go home. But then you don't want to bust yourself waiting on this animal to move. So you kind of try to like throw something off to the side and distract it or whatever. Any other time, if you so much as turn your neck and the, <laughs> and the bone in your neck pops, this animal would be clear across the county. But now all of a sudden... 
you trying to throw rocks, you throwing, you know, dirt, sunflower seeds, whatever, trying to get it to move, and it don't go nowhere. Nowhere. Just standing there. Like, hey, what's up, guys? <laughs> you know, these these hunts this year, and even that next hunt, where I had, I had four doe come in. I'm like, okay, showtime. It is about to go down. It's going down, son, right now. <laughs> These four doors coming in, they're getting comfortable. I'm like, yes. I got my, going to turn the GoPro on. Got my, my, my release, arrow knocked in. I'm ready. I'm ready. The next thing you know, those four doors take off. I'm just sitting looking like, where are y'all going? And all of a sudden, this little buck come walking out of the brush. I was like, dude, really? I, I should shoot you for GP just running all these doors. <laughs> it's principalities. <laughs> yeah, yeah principalities behind this. He'll come and run all the doors. What is wrong with you? And he was young, too. He was a young six. I said, dude, if we didn't have restrictions at this club, I would sling an arrow through you right now just for doing that. <laughs> just for busting up my meat hunt. Yeah. And then I'm sitting there. I said, okay, hunt gone. I'm going to sit till 11. Actually, I said till about 10, 10.45. So, okay. Took everything down, prepped up, packed up, just like you said. Get all the stuff packed up, ready to go. I got the blind. I zip up. I turn around. What I see to the right is freaking Buck looking at me right in the face. I'm just like, dude, really? So now we got to stare off. He's looking at me. I'm looking at him. I'm like, well, you're not going to run. I'm going to get back in the blind. So I get back in the blind. So now I'm trying to put the GoPro back up, turn the thermosail back on. Mm. I'm sitting here like, okay, maybe he'll walk by. I look at the front of the blind, and I see this doe shoot across right behind the feeder. I say, you know what? I give up. <laughs> I give up. I'm done. I'm and, going home. And then you're talking about, you know, turn the thermosail on in October, mind you. Still yes. running the thermosail. Like, I, man, the last couple of times I've been out and especially before I hurt my foot, I was just like, okay, you know, temperature is getting a little bit cooler. We should be, you know, all right, it's about time out for this. Mm-mm, not so. Especially for me because, like, whatever my body gives off, the mosquitoes love it. So it's like I have to run. Like, I don't go anywhere without my thermosail, like, at all. And it's, like I said, it's October and damn near November. And it's like you still got to have the thermal cell. And the crazy thing is it's Sunday when it's supposed to be like in the mid-40s. Once I get up in the tree and kind of just like relax and settle down and stuff, I'll probably I'll still have it because I know that they're still going to be around. Like it, it, it's crazy, especially with it having rained the last couple of days. It's, it's ridiculous. But, yeah, so you get – yeah, that's what is the the south I mean, is the the southeast, it's South Carolina, Georgia, Alabama. You know, it, it, it's ridiculous. Yeah, you turn the thermosail off, you better be get to going wherever you're going. So they come in like <laughs> man, like like vultures. So you got, so you got past all of those, and then. The hunt that you had this weekend, you added another dimension because it's already, as anybody that bow hunts knows, it's already hard enough. Get in range of the deer, 
shoot the deal with the boat. Mm-hmm. Now you adding another dimension with filming. And we both kind of have, you know, set the goal of like trying to get more of our hunts, you know, on video and stuff. What are you uh what are you using this year and and how did that go down? Okay, so I got two avenues for filming since I did it's been a complete disaster these last couple of years. So of course I had the GoPro, which I think I finally figured this GoPro out. And then I bought the Tacticam that you told me to get. I said, so either way, I'm gonna get this thing on film somehow. So what I've been doing now, and especially with that morning. Um, as I'm putting the, the GoPro up, my, my thought process is this. If you got a deer walking in, go ahead and turn the GoPro on. What are you waiting for? Right. You can always go back and edit it whether the video is 10, 15, 20 minutes. What I was doing before was like, well, once the deer comes in, it's like, okay, I think I got a shot. Turn the GoPro, hit the Tacticam, get your release on, get ready. Well, you, you're putting too many moving steps into place. Yeah. So now what I did on this last one, I got the, the GoPro up and running. And of course, the Tacticam, which failed me just miserably. I didn't realize, even though the Tacticam's not being used, you still got to charge that stupid thing. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, of course, now I'm in the blind and I hit it and I'm clicking it. I'm clicking it. I'm like, <laughs> it's not coming on. I'm clicking it. I said, you know what? GoPro, don't fail me. Please don't fail me now. <laughs> So that's what I'm using for the filming this year. That's my main goal. My two goals this year, I wanted to get a doe, which I've never done. Right. I wanted to get one on film. And I got both of those down. Man, that and that's crazy to just be able to be like, you know, I want to shoot a doe because I've never shot one. Well, the reason you never shot one is because you all your deer so far have been bucks. Like, who can bucks. walk around to say that? Like, when they first started, that's, you know – they just basically come out the gate just shooting bucks like that. That's that to me. That's still remarkable. Like, and I said this to you the other day. Like, when you look at the track record, like from your family, you, uh, Sydney, and Mrs. Marsh, like everything that y'all have put together, like within the first, you know, three four years or whatever. Like, it's remarkable. Yeah. Thank you. And you know, the crazy thing about that, um, because we're in this club and we have those restrictions, so we really have to watch, you know, what we're shooting. But I can tell you, we had tons of opportunities to shoot a lot more deer. You know, if we was like on public land somewhere, right? Oh, no, nah, we'd have we'd have dropped a lot more. But because you know we're doing the quality management, you know, we got to be a little more careful, right? You know, make sure you know we're looking at you know antler size spread and all that good stuff, but. Even, you know, like you said, you know, I'm, I'm just happy for what we've done because, you know, like I was telling you the other day, you know, I had a guy tell me, he said, you know, just talking to you, just, I love hearing what you're saying, what you guys are doing. He said, but you, you guys have done what some people would never, ever do in their lifetime. You know, he said, says, you guys are doing something and you're doing it right. So whatever you're doing, keep on doing it. Which to me is bananas, like just to think that you know, you already, like I said, in a short period of time, in a short span, that you have surpassed, you know, what most people have done, like it will do in a lifetime. Like, it's bananas. Yeah. Because even uh, one year we first started, 
there's a buck came out and actually my club manager was out there and said he was hunting and I we, we saw one come out and I was like, well, man, I said, this will be your first one. I said, you know, if you want to go ahead and take a shot and go ahead and take it. And she said, mm, no, she said, I don't want to shoot that. I was like, oh, it was cool to see her kind of look at it and say, I could shoot that, but I want to do some quality management stuff as well and wait on something, you know, a little bit more mature or a little bigger. So I had to give her props on that one. Well, it, exactly. To start out and, you know, have that attitude and already, you know, learn and, and, and to be thinking like that, it, it is remarkable. Like, and it's funny because I've seen, you know, deer and just kind of been like, nah, yeah, I don't know about that. That's not what I want. But like I told you the other day, when you out there with a fractured foot and in mm -hmm. a climber, and then climb the tree, and you just got a taste for deer meat. I didn't want to do it. Well, no, I take that back. I ain't gonna tell that lie. I ain't gonna say I didn't <laughs> want to do it, but I already had it in my mind. I'm like, look, if I don't have to leave here empty-handed, I'm not. <laughs> so, hey, hey, I'll give it to you. That was impressive. I'll give it to you. <laughs> I'll be at home with my foot popped up. Man. Like I said, man, I take care of it when I need to. And if, you know, you feel the pain and whatever, it's like you sit down somewhere. But I was like, oh, I can slip my, I can slip my hunting boot on? Oh, this is a lot better. It's like I got some kind of, I got support? Oh, we going to roll this out. And then after that, that first day, after I did that, and I was sat in that tree and I climbed down, man, when I got home, yeah, I took the shoe off. I was like, man, I don't need to do that. I put that boot right back on the um the uh the 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 walking boot. I put that thing right back on the next day. I was like, well, I guess we're gonna be in the walking boot the rest of the day. <laughs> <laughs> like, ain't no, ain't no need to, uh, ain't no need to rush it. <laughs> yeah, I tell you, uh, what you were saying about that, just getting the pressure off of you, you know from that hunt i'm gonna tell you I, i'm like just so thankful for that last hunt because that morning i, I could have got i could have got frustrated really quick and mm -hmm. i learned a patience is key with this hunting because when when i pulled up that morning I always i take the same routine the same route coming in i have a back way to the blind i have a front way so when i got out i got my bag got my bow my stuff i'm like okay let's go let's get it in new morning new hunt so as i was walking in about off to my right, I could just hear something moving. And it had to be a deer. There's no way it could have been deer. So I stopped and popped my red light off. I said, well, just sit here and wait a minute to see if it, if it moves away. Of course it didn't. I said, okay, be smart. Back out. Go back in your other way. So I went to my main entrance. I was walking in that route. Right as I was walking in, my trail camera goes off. Mm. So I looked at it. There was a doe right at the end of that path while I walk in. I'm going to say maybe 40, 50 yards in. I was like, well, I can't go this way. So then I said, well, go back the other route. Maybe that deer is gone. So I'm coming in, and of course, I stopped hearing the movement. Okay, I said, I'm good. So I'm walking in. Now I hear something to my left. I'm like, what in the heck is that? <laughs> I mean, it, it was coming towards me. So I know we talked about, hey, you know, use the red light coming in. I'm going to tell you straight up, Adam. That red light stuff went out the window. I popped that bright light on. I lit them whole woods up. 
<laughs> so I look to the left, and it's one of these freaking armadillos. Oh yeah, coming out of the bushes. Yep, that's another. That's another animal that that can mess with your mind because it sounds like it sounds like a deer too. To me, they're almost worse than the squirrels. He, he's surprised. He's looking at me like, what are you doing here? I'm looking at you like, what are you, <laughs> what doing, are you here? doing here? <laughs> you know, right. So he scurries off, run across my feet. He's confused. He runs out of the way. So I turn my white light back on to my red light back on. I was like, nah. I was like, it's October. It's Halloween. It's, I don't know what's going on out here. Like, no, uh-uh. Not today. But I have my bow. And I put my hand on my pistol. I was like, whatever this is, we're about to have a fireworks display out here because I'm not playing no games. <laughs> you say it's Halloween. <laughs> so so I, so I finally made it in the blind. I was like, woo. <laughs> Having a little nerves there for a second. <laughs> man, God. <laughs> I'm telling you. I was like, man. I was like, to an animal, like, the hell with this red light. This, uh <laughs> Like, I, I lit those woods up. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I'm serious, man. I live fight another day. <laughs> yeah, man. Sometimes you just gotta <laughs> with that with that light. I mean, of course, yeah. Like I said, you want to try to have that red light, but hey, I feel you. They did, like you say, with Halloween too. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, no. I don't know about you, but. I don't play around with Halloween. That ain't one of my favorite days. I don't like being uh, scared and all that other stuff. So, yeah, if I'm in the woods the time of year, something don't seem right, you better you better call you correct. Be careful. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. But it turned out being a good morning hunting, you know, those dope crept in on me. They went out there and ate, you know, gave me a good shot. Yep. I said, be smart. Go pull running. When she went to that first tree, and I drew back, and right as she cleared, I let that arrow fly, and I was like, this is hunting right here. This, <laughs> that moment was like, that's what it was about. Yeah. I'm not going to sit here in front. <laughs> when that whole thing went down, and i tell you what I did. Now, I did make a rookie mistake, and I knew better. You know, once I got the shot off, the deer took off, and I said, I knew that was a good shot. So what did I do? I Jumped out the blind, went up to see if I could see blood. Why did I do that? Why did you wait to 30, 45 minutes? You know, I'm like, come on, being hard headed. You, you know, when I went up there, it's excited, excited. Go ahead no, 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 that's what, what I was going to say. Go, go ahead and finish, and then I'm going to come back to it. I'll tell you so, what I was going to say. So I got up there, and I said, okay, look a little further. See, we see the first spot. And next thing you know, I look up, I see a doe take off. I said, I wonder if, this, if that's the one I shot. Did I just bump her? Did I jump her out of here? Right. I said, back back out of here. Go sit down and be patient and wait. Stop getting in a hurry. If you hit her good, she's not going nowhere. Right. You know, and I had to learn that lesson again. And I tell myself over and over again, this is what I do. But I went out there and I did something else. <laughs> well, you know why you did it. And why it, do it? Because. And it, <laughs> it is... You know, I'm just go ahead and say it. You know, they I got a, a decent amount of support and people you know that sponsor the show. But this one company does not sponsor, uh, doesn't sponsor anything Brightland, but they need to. So I'm gonna put that out there first. <laughs> but 
is because you shoot a Grim Reaper. The Grim Reaper. And you the one that put you the one that put me on to the Grim Reaper. And the last two days I shot the Grim Reaper. Now, if you look at a Grim Reaper broadhead pack, it say watch them drop. And when you told me about it, what did I tell you? I was like, man, that's just some marketing BS. Whatever. Okay. You sure did. And I've shot now shot two deer. Granted, both of them does with a Grim Reaper. I have not had to track either one of them. Both of them have failed within my eyesight. Yes. So it's just like, <laughs> that's why when you called me the other morning and you was like, <laughs> I said, well, how far did she go? You was like six to 70 yards. I was like, for real? Because both of mine, like the first one I shot maybe went 10 yards. And then the one I shot the other morning, she died right there on the spot. That three that that three inch cut right through her lungs. It wasn't no need to run nowhere. She was just like, you know what? I'm just go ahead and lay it on down right here. You got me. Yeah. <laughs> like you got me. So, hey man, when you shoot a deal like that and you know you hit a good and you shoot it with them, man, you like, all right, let me go get my deal. <laughs> I told you. You you can come to anybody out there. You can come talk to me because I'm blue in the face. I'm not using nothing else except for Grim Reaper. Three bucks, one dole down. Every last one on recovery. Um, consistent blood trail. And it, so, nah, it, and it I, killed I me because people would be like, well, I shot one and I lost it and the blade didn't open or I shot one and recovered it, but the blade didn't open. It's like if y'all read the pack, on the packet say the blades open when they hit the flesh and they close upon exit. It say that in plain English, black and white. And it kills me at how many hunting forums and how many, you know, like posts and stuff where people be like, oh, it's junk. The blades didn't even open. It's like, okay, you know what? I ain't arguing with y'all. Whatever. Y'all can shoot Rage. Y'all can shoot Swacker. Y'all can shoot whatever. All of them are good heads. People kill deer. I mean, and then you got the bunch of people. You kill deer with a field point and shot placement. Okay. That's fine. Whatever. Whatever you say. Hey, that's great. All I know it works for you. is if I put a Grim Reaper where it's supposed to go, that deer don't go nowhere. But look, I shot that door and she took off. And she might have been closer than that. You know, I just judging through the woods is hard to tell. Right. But when she ran off, I said, okay, I'm looking at her. And I'm like, don't go in there. Don't go in there. Because <laughs> I'm like, she went in there. I was just like, well, I didn't want her to run. Because where that clear cut is, all those logs in there and the brush and stuff has grown up over, over the years. And I'm walking in there. I'm walking over old logs and branches and sticks. And I'm like, come on. I said, just all I need is a step on a, a log and a snake come right from under there. Right. I said, it's a good thing I got my snake boots on, but I found her, and where she was at, she bedded down right on the other side of a log, and that's you know, where she bled out. Yep. And I said, okay, I can't take her back that way. And it was this big, huge log where she was laying against. And I said, you know what? Today, you're going to find, like, if you the if you the men of men, because now you got to lift this door over this log, and let's see if you can get it done. When yeah. I tell you, 
getting a dove out is a whole lot different than getting a buck out because you have nothing to hold on to. <laughs> I grabbed her by both legs and I took like three breaths like I was the power lifter in the Olympics. <laughs> I lift her over that log and threw it down. I said, okay, I need about five minutes because I ain't going nowhere no time soon. <laughs> I am man. done. <laughs> okay, he man. I done told you. I sent you the I sent you the thing that you need to get. And it I'm telling you, it make it'll make dragging them deer out a whole lot easier, man. Don't don't put that all don't put all that strain on your back. You be laid up and uh-uh. I sent oh, yeah. you. I'm I, getting one. Yeah, I sent you the I sent you the thing. Yeah, I'm telling you, cause I've dragged all my deer out with it. The only thing I do is wrap it around uh wrap it around the back legs and and just start the pulling. And then of course then the other thing too, you need to get you an ATV, especially out there. Cause yeah. should I drag depending on where I shoot the deer, I'll drag it to the road or drag it to the trail and then either put it on a dump cart. And then hook the dump cart up to the back of the ATV or put the deer on the back of the ATV and ride it back to the woods and then use that same uh, drag um, contraption and drag it on the back of the truck and get on get on out of Dodge. Because, man, you can't, you can't put all that strain on your back. Boy, we, we ain't old, but we ain't no spraying yeah. chickens. No, we're not. <laughs> but, but, but you know what? Once I got that dough out, and I got it loaded on the back of my truck. I was I was standing there, you know. I went. I got my backpack. I had my bow, and I I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you. If there had been some action movie slow motion music, I had my bow in my head. I had my backpack. I felt like a freaking action star. And I was coming out of the woods. I literally felt I felt invincible. I yeah. Like, I just took, I got a video. Took a doe down. Got my bow, slung an arrow, found my arrow, got everything intact. It's like, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy, man. Like, even the other morning, like, when I put that deal on the back of my truck, and then I stopped and got me some water, got me something to drink, man, it ain't nothing like that feeling of knowing you got a deer in the back of your, in the bed of your truck, boy. It's like, all right, we finna get up, we gonna get on down the road, got this deer back here. Drop it off. But you know what? Shoot, man. That's a good you day right though. <laughs> We're still like kids at heart. I don't care how long you've been hunting, how old you are. Yep. We're kids at heart. Yep. I got everything loaded, deer strapped up. I'm good to go. Make sure I don't forget anything. And I literally, before I got in the truck, I was standing on the road. And I just started yelling for no reason. <laughs> you know, like, remember the kindergarten get, Yeah, the commercial? Yeah, that's the first thing. That I was like, 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 kind of like yelling, kind of like that. And I was like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> You know, I was like, just like, ah! Hey, man. There were deer, squirrels, whatever in the woods. They had to be looking at me like, what is wrong with this food? It's a, it's a good feeling, man. You can't, you can't beat it, man. And I, I just hope that it's always like that. I, I know, you know, compared to some people, we still relatively new or whatever. But I just hope it's always like that. Like, you FaceTime me on Saturday morning <laughs> where you shot your deer. <laughs> And then the other morning when I was in the stand, I FaceTimed you, and, and it was crazy. And I'm, like, trying not to make a lot of noise because it was, like, all of a sudden you can just hear, like, the echo and stuff going through the woods. But then by the same token, it's just like, man, you got it done. Like, it just, 
I don't know. Like I said, I hope that feeling don't never go away. Whether you shoot a, a 160 monster buck or, you know, like a little doe or whatever. Like, whatever the case is, if you, you know, when you get a deer, like, I just hope that feeling, it's a great feeling. I just hope it always be like that, it no is. matter how many, how many you end up killing. It is. And even at the processor, you know, all the trucks pulling in, you know, it, it's like, you get that, that processor, it's like a camaraderie yep. when you get there. Yep. Everybody's like, what you get, what you got? And everybody's looking. Like this old, old head guy, he comes over and he looked, he was like, man. What would you shoot that with? I said, well, hold on. I said, let me get her down. I'll flip her over, and you can see the exit wound. And he looked. He says, what you using? I said, a Grim Reaper. He said, I thought so. He said, that's all I shoot. He said, I remember when someone first told me about the Grim Reaper. He said, uh, you know, the watch him drop thing. He was like, yeah, whatever. He said, <laughs> I won't shoot nothing else. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. He said, nothing else. My thing is, and I've killed, like, people always talk, talk, trash about broadheads like i've killed hogs with swackers i killed a turkey with a uh, swacker and it's like now that with these with them grim reapers like i cannot wait to put them things on a turkey and a hog because i want to see especially a hog i like i want to see like what what it gonna do or whatever but yeah man when you get to the you get to like you say you get to the process or whatever and people just kind of standing around talking and you know, getting their orders in, picking up their animals, picking up their meat, whatever, man. It is. It's like a, you know, you just standing around and it's almost like, okay, like I belong. Like I, today, yeah. today I belong. Like it's two days yeah. where you at the process and you feel like you belong. And honestly, unless you just, you know, friends with the process or one of them people that just hang out or whatever, there's really only two days that you feel like you belong. The day you picking up your meat and the day you dropping it off. It's just like, okay, yeah. like I, I, yep, I've earned my place you know here. What? I tell you, after that hunt, for some reason, it was like I had this thing come on me where I actually, I feel like I'm a hunter now. You know, I'm, I'm tracking my own, I'm getting good shot plate, loading up like I'm supposed to. I'm coming in, my scent control has been great this year. Yep. I'm finally like, feel like i have graduated to the before i was like yeah you're still new you're still making mistakes but it's like i now officially after that hunt it's like i feel like a true bona fide hunter talking with the guys at the processor chit chat with you just even with the messages back and forth with people on instagram i was like i think i'm finally part of the crew now <laughs> <laughs> yep i'm feeling you know funny Hold on, let me tell you what's funny. So I was at the processor and I was making my selection where I was getting, right? So I started humming. So I was like, why am I humming this song? You know what it was? What? Follow the recipe. Follow the recipe. <laughs> so Lay my burden down. And follow, <laughs> follow the recipe. That's <laughs> right. That's right. Let me get this. Let me get that. Yeah, I feel you. Shoot, that's the only thing I, I that's the only thing I think about. When I was at the um when I was at the process all the morning, boy, I was like, Man, I cannot wait to get these burgers on the Traeger. Ooh. Wee. I, was, I was like, Where have I heard this? Man. I said, I think I heard that on Adam's podcast. <laughs> I told you that's an old Cedric the Entertainer bit. Man, when he had when he had that first um variety show, he he had, um 
he was like the the chef or whatever. Boy, that thing used to crack me up. That's a that's an old Cedric the Entertainer bit, man. So, man, all right. So you got the you got your deal on camera. You got your dough. We bought the depending on who you want to believe and what you what you see or whatever. You know, there's always arguments about you know when the rut started and all this other stuff. But either way, we about to hit November. It's about to be that time of the year. Have you put a goal? I know you say you got a goal. You know, you want to shoot a dog and you shot a dog on camera. Do you got like a number in mind for like the buck? Like, do you want it to be of a certain class, a certain size, or like you just trying to just get that buck down for the season? Honestly, I'm, I'm going I'm to be completely honest with you. Right now, my goal is to get my wife and my daughter on two bucks archery before the season's over. That's Look at my you. goal right now. Look at you. You so you just giving back, man. You just so benevolent and giving back, man. That's what I that's what that's why I, I, I respect about you so much, man. You cause you even said that to me before you was just like, man, this is the first time like when you got the dough, you was like, this is the first time that I actually hunted for me. Like because I'm always yeah. spending seasons trying to make sure, you know, that that the missus got hers and Sydney got hers and it was just like, you know, but then again, you come right back and it's like, all right, I want to make sure they get there. So, man, I, yeah. I, I, I've always respected that about you. Yeah, I'm telling you, Adam, if I can get them two on bucks with their bows, I'm happy. I'm good. I don't give a damn if I don't kill another deer this year because I'm telling you that the two, those two instances when the wife got her deer that year and when Simmons got her last year, I'm I'm happy. I don't I don't could care less if I kill something. Just for them to go to that, especially Sydney last year. Yeah. That was like that was the pinnacle of the hunt season for me. Right. Yep. I, I could care less what else happened. Just for everything, you know, she experienced it. I mean, think about it. she said she got three thousand hits on the South Carolina Deer Hunters page because of that deer, man. That's bananas. You know. Taking her down, you know, to pick the uh, the mount up from a taxidermist. I mean, you don't go through stuff like that every day. Nope. You just don't. Nope. You're right. <laughs> you and the fact that she named, what, what's her name? Rufus? What's, what's her name? Uh, what, what's, what's her name in the deal? Alfonso. Uh, Al yeah, that's what Alfonso. <laughs> I can't remember. I thought it was like Rufus or something. Yeah, Alfonso. Yeah, yeah. Like, man, that, that stuff that going to stick with you forever. It is. I'm just like, you don't you don't go through those. You don't see that every day. Nope. You know, especially, like, say, we went to the process and she pulled it off and everybody's looking. I was like, yep, that's my girl did that. Yep. <laughs> Hey, that proud, yeah, that proud, that proud feeling, man. You can't, you can't, you can't replace that. You can't replace that yeah. at all. So, I might have to take some trips, and um, you know, because she's working now, it's, it's kind of tough with her schedule. But I, I got to get her, I got to get her shots, shots, shots. If I can just get her locked in at twenty yards, just lung area, I think she'll be fine. That's yeah. all I got to do. Yeah, and if I get her locked in there, I think she'll be okay. Yeah, no, that, that's exactly like you say. If you can, you can hit them. You can kind of control a little bit. You can kind of, you know, set her up in a in a way where she can, she can knock it down, man. Go on, go on, tell her to put them, get them shots up. Do like them basketball players say, put them shots up, 
That way you can go ahead and and, and get your right and go on out there and get one. Yeah, even with the wife, same thing. If I just get both of them in at 20, because that's about, about as, that's about as far as the distance I think they'll need out there, that primary two we have. I get them two locked in at 20, just in the area. And I think now my tracking's better. I'll be able to find it. Yep. If I get a long shot, I don't see him going too far. Nah, and, and see, now that's, di- now that's different with, 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 with the missus. Now, she an adult. So you make sure you tell her, I say, quit fiddling around <laughs> and go on out there okay. and, and, and do it. No, nah, because she, she killed she killed a buck before any one of y'all. So they, everybody. They ain't, she was yeah, so there ain't no excuse. <laughs> like, quit, go on, pick up the bowl and, and get and get right with it. No, no, quit fiddling around. Yeah, so I'm going to get off. Matter of fact, this weekend, I'm going to make it a point, you know, to get her out to the range. Um what I'll probably do is I'll hunt tomorrow morning and then maybe if I get out Saturday morning, but maybe the rest of the day I'll just what we'll do is just get there range, range, range. Yeah. Just all it needs about an hour. I should be able to get her get her there. Yep. Yep. And then practice. Practice, 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 man. Get on get on That's out there. That's all it is. Yep. You know, and right now, you know, like we were talking earlier, it, it's hard for me to pick up a rifle. I'm sorry. Maybe hog, you know, I still ain't then I it's, st- it's, it's hard. I it's still really ain't never picked up. I still ain't never picked up one way, and it's crazy because um, I got an email or uh, text message today from uh, Jonathan down in uh, Arkansas, Black Duck Revival, and he was like, you know, I think we gonna we still gonna do the revival this year, the event that he got, and he was like, you know, if you can make it, you know, we're gonna do a speckle belly goose hunt, and I'm like. Phew. That's right up my alley because I like shooting. I don't got to the point now. I like shooting geese better than I like shooting ducks. Um, mm-hmm. But shit, I don't think I picked up my shot. I haven't picked up my shotgun probably since uh, goose and duck season ended last year. It's like because I one, it's easier for me to practice with my bow. You know, you know, I okay. have to go, you know, to the end of practice effective with a shotgun. You know, you almost got to shoot trap or shoot skeet, you know, so you can practice, you know, uh, hitting the targets and stuff. So it's a lot easier to practice with my bow. I can just go in the driveway, you know, 20, 30 yards and fling arrows, you know, for 40, you know, 30, 40 minutes. Um, but, yeah, like I have no desire to shoot a deer with a rifle. None. Yeah, I just don't. And, don't. and don't get me wrong, I'm not knocking anybody that do it. But for me personally, I just I don't have no desire to do that. You know, and you know what? This past weekend, that was the first time I always heard you hear, you know, hear you say about hearing the deer crunching the corn and everything. That was the first time I heard that was this past weekend. Man, it's bananas. That was, like the most, um, that was the most amazing thing to me. I said, for you to hear a deer crunching on corn, you know how close that is? Man, I told you, that deer I shot, the other day I shot 13 yards. Now, was it the biggest deer in the woods? No. But it was at 13 freaking yards. Like, that's how close it was. Yeah. Bohun, I, I, I love it. Man, <laughs> so, I love it. I don't. Again. I ain't picked up a rifle since probably, I think, April 2019 when I shot that last, last haul. Yeah. I'm telling you, man. It's just like, I. I like I said, I don't begrudge anybody that rifle hunt. Um, you know, my my club manager, he shot a nice buck um, a couple weeks ago with a muzzle loader. Hey, it's a nice deer, 
Mopar told him that dude, I, I honestly feel like that dude can kill deer in his sleep with any weapon yeah. of his choice. Because, <laughs> like, I've seen the deer that he he uh, he has. So it's just like, I honestly believe he could be asleep, wink, and a deer will die. Like, I just, <laughs> like, that. like, he just got it like that. He's just that great of a deer hunter. But... Yeah, I have I saw no, that picture you sent. Yeah, I, I just I have no desire to shoot a deer with any kind of firearm. Like I will keep bow hunting as long as my shoulders don't let me down, and in this case, as long as my feet don't let me down, I will bow hunt for as long as I need to. And if it gets to the point where I can't pull sixty no more, then damn it, I'll drop down to fifty. <laughs> like that's you know that's just where it is. Hey, like we said, like we said before. Get it how you get it. Yep. Old rifle, shotgun, muzzle, whatever. Do what you got to do to feed your family. That's yep. what it comes down to. Yep. Get out there. Just enjoy the outdoors. Get out there. Um, you know, like I said, I don't begrudge nobody, you know, your means of, of, of doing it. But I'm just saying, for me, man, it, it's all about the bow. Like, I love it. Yeah. I love doing it. Um, and I love it even more when I'm successful at it. So, <laughs> that's what. That's, hey, but, you know. <laughs> We were talking before how a lot of people say, hey, I don't have to kill anything. You know, if I'm in the outdoors, nature, the sun's beaming down on me, <laughs> God's looking at me. You know, that is great. It, it is. is. And you know what? You know what's crazy? I almost got caught in it Saturday. I did. I was just like, the sun came up. <laughs> it was shining over the deer. I was like, this is so amazing. And then I thought about it. I was like, well, let me go ahead and sling this arrow. Yeah. I thought this staring at the sky. <laughs> hey, man. I don't, I guess, again, I don't begrudge nobody. Like, and it is, it's nice, like, being in the woods, getting out, you know, all that. Like, I, I love it. I enjoy it. I enjoy it even more when I can kill deer. It's yes. like I said to you the other day. Like, when I, when I shot that deer the other day, it's like, that's what we came here for. Like all the other stuff is nice. Don't get me wrong. I enjoy it. It beats going to work any other day, any day. But if I had my choice of going to sit in the woods and just sitting in the woods or going to sitting in the woods and killing a deer with a bow, I'm going to pick killing a deer with a bow every time. Every single time. Don't get hands or butts about it. Yeah. So it was great. The woods was great. It, it it wasn't so great the other morning because of the mosquitoes, but for the most part, you know, it was it was cool. Like I was glad to be here, but I'm even more glad yeah. to be here when I watched that arrow go 13 yards right through that deer. So it's yeah, man, it, it is. I love I love it. I enjoy it, and uh, I'm looking forward to to getting back out there. So, but man. Tony, let me get you out of here. I'm going to get myself out of here, try to re relax a little bit before um, I have to get ready for work tomorrow and all that good stuff. You okay. going hunting tomorrow, so so good luck to you on that. And obviously, as always, before you get out of here, man, let folks know where they can follow you and your family, get some good, you know, Content, some wholesome family values, man. Some beautiful <laughs> black family out here representing the outdoors, man. Let let folks know where they can find you at. 
Like Little House on the Prairie. <laughs> it is, man. Good, just good, wholesome African American family, man. Just you no, know, oh, just trying to live hey, right. We're trying. <laughs> hey, as always, um, you know, we're we're hunting with the marshes on Instagram, hunting with the marshes. One word. Um, a lot of you guys follow us and check us out. Um, come check out the page. Get some pretty good content on there this year. Hopefully, we can get some more with the wife and the daughter. But um, just having a good time, you know. Definitely, you know, Adam, we, we appreciate you with the podcast. I know a lot of people say, you know, I, my, you you get my make my day go by. You make things go smooth. You make it go a lot easier. Be able to listen to your episodes and and learn something because I know I learn something from every episode or podcast you put out there because everybody out here is just bringing good information and knowledge for everybody to use and. And I appreciate it. I know a lot of other guys that appreciate it as well. So we, we, we appreciate you, everything you're doing. Man, thank you. Thank you. Knocking on episode 100, man. I got to figure out what uh what I'm going to do for episode 100. But I'm going to hit, uh, you know, like the old folks say, Lord willing, the creek don't rise. I'm going to hit episode 100 before the uh before the year out. So I'm going to have to I'm gonna have to figure out something. But, man, I, I appreciate y'all, you know, listening and stuff. And, you know, people be like, well, damn, every time you turn around, it seemed like Antonio uh, on the podcast or whatever, man. Hey, I, I just like being it's around. It's been a year. I, hey, I just like being around good people, man. And, and you been you and the entire family have been a supporter of this thing since the since the beginning, man. So, I, hey, I can't beef with that. If you get tired of uh, hearing Antonio on the podcast, then, man, get your own podcast and get who you want on there. But... No, as long as as long as this is my podcast, and I'm gonna try to get you on. You know, when it makes sense and when the, when the schedule come out and we we got stuff to talk about. Because the reality is, what people don't know is, like literally, we sit here for like two hours and just shoot shit about nothing and just talk about like deer hunting. Like, so I try to keep these at like an hour because I know how my attention span works. But the reality is, like we can sit here and. Just talk about, I mean, because we ain't even got into how, like, you have single-handedly disbanded the myth that bucks don't come to feeders and corn. Like, I, I'm not even going to go down that road. So, <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> literally, like, we can sit and keep going. But, man, I, I appreciate you. Like I said, I'm, I'm glad you was able to come through, man. Good luck this weekend and the rest of the season. And uh, we'll link up together soon. Hey, and you know, if you see a FaceTime call tomorrow, you know what's going down. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, at least I already be up Saturday morning. I, was, I ain't going to lie. I was sleeping in. And I was, yeah, I was like, is this dude still in the bed? <laughs> yeah. You know, it was, it was my daughter's birthday weekend and listening to the wrong weatherman talking about it was going to rain and stuff. And it was funny because after you, after you FaceTimed me, I was like, man, I should have went hunting. Like that's all I kept saying all day. It was like I could have went hunting this morning. Like yeah, I could have like, went this morning. Up. Yeah. It was, I was like, well, 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 let me drag this deer out of here. I was like, man, I was like, this fool done shot a deer already again. It's like this fool done shot a deer before me again this year. Shit. That's all I kept saying. Like you, my I know my daughter's looking at me. Liv was looking at me like I was crazy. I was like, man, I could I could have went hunting this morning. I could have went before. I, before we did, you know, all the stuff that we did with her or whatever. But, man, you know how it is. Fam <laughs> family first, man. It, it was her birthday. So, but, yeah, when I got that, I promise you, when I got that face down, that after you, you FaceTimed me the rest of the day, I was just like, damn. Yeah. 
So, so you're shaking your head. I was like, ah, oh, golly. Yeah, I was like, man. And that's why I was telling people, I'm, I'm going to say this and I'm going for real. I was just telling people, man, it's like, it's not like a jealousy thing or anything like that or like a begrudging, but it's just like, damn. This fool shot a deer. The second year in a row, this fool done shot a deer before me. It's like, dang, I want to shoot a deer too. And <laughs> lucky enough, the other day I did. I finally pulled a, I pulled, you know, put an arrow through one. But still, man, like I say, when you ain't, when you ain't shot one, it's just like, <sighs> I want to get on the board too. God. I know, I know. Hey, but congrats on that too, man. Like you say, hey, burger on the grill. That's all. That's what that means. Yep. That's what it's all, Dear Burger City, baby. That's what it's all about. Dear Burger City. So, Yes, sir. All right, Bubba. Well, I'll holler at you. All right, Adam. Hey, you and the family, take it easy. All right. You too, bro. Brightland. All right. One more time. Give it up for my man, Antonio Marsh. Took the time to come through here on the Bryantland show. Man, that dude is a deer killing machine this year. Really enjoy talking to him. Always a good time when he comes through here on the Bryantland show. So like I said, I hope you guys really enjoyed that conversation as much as I did. Uh, once again, just thank you to Antonio Marsh for coming through, man. Before I get ready to get up on out of here, I just want to give you guys a couple of things. Make sure you are going to BryantlandCountry.com, our website, Bryantland country.com you can catch up on the past podcast you can catch up on the videos that we've put out we got some uh, other great things coming down the pike that i really can't talk about yet as far as on the video side but you can definitely go and check out the work that we've done so far bryantlandcountry.com merch past podcast videos make sure you are checking that out Want to send a big shout out to our folks over at Onyx Hunt. They sponsor the Bryant Land Show, Onyx Hunt. Know where you stand, people. Make sure you got that app on your phone when you head out into the woods. We really appreciate them and their support. Make sure y'all go and check them out. Also want to send a big shout out to our friends over at Traeger Grills. We are a part of the Traeger Nation. Bryant Land is a Traeger ambassador. We love our Traeger Grill. I took a dough last week. I didn't really get into it on the podcast this week because I wanted to make sure I had enough time to uh, get into the conversation with uh, Mr. Marsh. And not to mention, I wanted to promote uh, Eric Morris's non-typical outdoors. But best believe your boy AB3 fractured, cracked foot, whole nine, went out took a dough last week we'll talk about it in a later podcast episode but the point is that dough is going to make its way to the trigger as soon as i get it back in my possession so make sure you guys are out there being a part of the trigger nation when i killed that dough I was able to put my Irish set of boots back on so make sure you go and check out our folks at Irish set of boots I got the Vaptrex, those uh, snakeskin, or not snakeskin, but snakeproof rattlesnake boots. Those are the ones I got. Elk trackers, I got a pair of those. I'll be able to break them in soon now that my foot's getting better. So make sure you go check out our folks over at Iris Setter Boots. As always, thank you 
for coming in, listening, being a part of the Bryantland Show. Make sure y'all telling five people to tell five more people. Don't forget to hit us up on Instagram, at official Land. We love your feedback, your comments, your thoughts, the whole nine. Thank you for being a supporter. Thank you for supporting the Bryantland Show. So make sure you guys have a great week. Get out there. We're in November now. Deer season is full bore. Duck season's getting ready to start kicking off in the next couple of weeks. So just make sure you're out there enjoying the outdoors, man. And make sure y'all come back next week for another episode of the Bryantland Show.